Welcome, mortals, to the new Actual Play podcast series brought to you by the Cast of Many Things podcasting group, where we will be playing a homebrewed version of the Dresden Files accelerated role-playing game developed by Evil Hat Productions. The Dresden Files RPG is based off of a series of urban fantasy novels by best-selling author Jim Butcher. It is set in a world not unlike our own, but one where wizards and warlocks, fairies and vampires, gods and monsters are real and walk among us unbeknownst to the vast majority of humanity. So prepare yourself as we are about to enter the world of the Dresden Files. Howdy folks, my name is Matt, and I will be taking on the mantle of Game Master for several of my friends here as we will be playing Dresden Files, utilizing the Fate Accelerated rule system, sort of. So without further ado, allow me to introduce our players. Pat, why don't you start us off? Hello everybody! I am playing Tobias Miller, and there is nothing I would rather be doing right now than sitting on the beach in North Carolina. I hate you right now, Nate, so much. I mean, there's not much I can do about that, but um, I know I your know. hate is received and appreciated. <laughs> it's more like love, but you know. On that note, Nate. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nate. I am calling in from the beautiful shores of the southern east coast, and I'll be playing Noah Anderson, your pra- practical apothecary character who raises his hand a lot. That's a tongue twister. Your practical apothecary? Practical apothecary. It's a patchouli on that. Ooh. <laughs> Hi, karate. Chris, how about you? I am Chris. I am playing Alistair McRory. Grumpy old man, knight of the cross, holy warrior. That's about it, really. But what's different than your daily job? Not much, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and the older I get, the more I'm get off your lawn. <laughs> And, of course, last but not least, Faye. Hello, I'm Faye. I'm playing Eliza Wraith, a child star and budding vampire? Questioningly. Also, how is that different from my day job? (laughs) Most recently, temperamental vampire. Little peckish. Peckish. Little peckish, just a little bit. Hanging out with all the non-vampires. So speaking of a uh, recap, who wants to try their hand at summarizing last episode? I'm just going to hide because I can't. Hold on. I have my notes. <laughs> All right. So, um, Alistair goes to the home of Dr. Rafat Anad, who is an oncologist um, whose house was broken into prior to when the Griffin Books was broken into. And that was because he and several friends, I guess, knew about something called the Text of Dionysus. And so his wife and children were very scared and were, I guess, like barricaded into a closet at some point and were terrified, but really nothing was taken. It sounds like there was just a lot of mess made in his library. We learned a little bit about Dionysus, um, who was uh, a tyrant. Um, Damocles was his friend, and there was a story that was told of how Damocles told Dionysus, if only I could be 
a king like you and we got this story about the sword of Damocles where basically he was king and he had all this cool stuff but then they hung a sword like by a tiny little horsehair and that was the story of the sword of Damocles um, and basically that sword was a metaphor for danger um, when someone has a lot of power and we all think that it's just a metaphor but is it really or is there actually a sword and does it hold power then we found out that um, actually the text of Dionysus, which is the story, the book that tells the story, actually does exist. It exists in the Oliver Mansion, which I believe is a museum of some type. And they have like a whole display of like Greco-Roman stuff and they happen to have this text. And I believe we were on our way to the museum at the end of last episode. Very good. Yes. Uh, you were in your car as you had... Um Briefly stopped uh, at a stop sign, uh, losing your cool a little bit. A little bit. Because um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, Alistair bluntly, bluntly called her out as being a vampire. and uh, <laughs> yes. yeah, to- Toby was getting on your nerves a little bit, too. That is a daily situation, it seems. <sighs> no, it's just perfect. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And I believe we're looking for somebody named Mr. James Oliver. Uh, Mr. James Oliver was the proprietor and uh, builder of this house, which uh, was built in the mid 1800s. Yes. Um, But his family started uh, a business in South Bend that became world renowned for a special type of uh, uh, a new type of plow that was like cold forged and became a really... Um, well-selling plow after um, the process. He pretty much patented it. He created this, built this huge mansion in South Bend, which is second largest home in South Bend. And he has um, a large collection of antiques and antiquities and books and stuff. And it just so happened that he was a collector of historical texts and this book or text of Dionysus happened to be seen on a library shelf within the uh, mansion, which is now owned by the local history museum in South Bend. And they uh, basically, uh, the doctor's been trying to buy it from him, but they've been refusing. And somehow uh, these Fomor, you believe, are uh, after that text. You're not quite sure if they know of the whereabouts of it at this point, but knowing their resources, you're hightailing it over there right now just in case but uh so you're driving i'm driving you guys are kind of still north of town by about uh uh 10 miles or so so you got about a 30 minute drive into town and uh what are you guys talking about as you just kind of finding yourself a little bit um feeling a little bit under the weather so to speak uh eliza dead silent just that like incredibly like hangry focus it's very awkward silence yeah that's what i was picturing as well have you marked any boxes in hungry on your character sheet as you had mentioned you started feeling hungry yes and i believe i had used my vampiric physique a couple of times and so i had marked hungry when i was using those um so for example i think i used my physique to like run downstairs really quickly a couple times now those would have recharged since then but like today how many did you probably use just the one uh, from controlling your temper or controlling your hunger? Yeah, I think just one. Um, Cause I, I don't, other than that today, I don't think I've done anything. 
Okay. All right. So you're driving. Uh, you guys, not much traffic. Um, I imagine Eliza's. Would Eliza be a kind of a fast driver or speed limit driver? No, she dri- she drives fast. Okay. Um, so you would definitely notice that there is a... She learned that in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Merge first, apologize later. You would notice that a car has been keeping up with you. Um, not on your tail, but uh, as fast as you drive, it's it's it seems to be staying on you. You've made a couple turns now, and you're, you, you don't have to roll anything to notice because it's a really nice, shiny silver BMW uh, sports sedan and it's just kind of been following you ever since that stop sign that you slammed the brakes on. I would probably like turn kind of unnecessarily just to see if it's still following me. Like a quick turn or a turn signal turn or? Yeah, just like a turn signal turn. Just like, you know, like a a first Mm -hmm. at first it's just like a it's just like, oh, I'm going to drive out of my way. And if I turn yep. onto this really random road, is this car also going to follow me? Like the old take three rights in a row type of thing. Yeah, to see exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, it seems to be following you. Okay. How big is this road that I'm driving on? Uh, it's like a two lane, you know, gravel shoulder type road with, uh, you know, residential houses along the side. You're not quite into town yet. I feel like you're driving in a circle. I know what I'm doing. Um. We took three lefts. And so I would probably speed up even more, just like floor it. Okay. Oh, ah. I forgot one thing. Nate. Yes. That, that salve that, or potion, or what was it that you gave to Tobias? I gave him a mind warding salve. A salve. Salve, 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 salve. So you had said that you had uh, had to mark something on your sheet. Can you remind me of what that was? I had a note yes. here. So I have marked in too deep in order to protect... Uh, Tobias from the effects of uh, Eliza's pre-vampire whammy. That's right. And um, so marking in too deep as a mortal means I can recover all my boxes of knowledge, but I have an aspect that puts me in danger until I confront or evade the threat. Or another person in danger. Yeah, until the... Yeah, it could be another person. It says me in particular, but I think... For Noah, that's the same. Because I was thinking as a in-too-deep aspect, I would say that add the side effect that this salve is highly addictive due to some of the ingredients. And Uh you had fears that it could be because of some of the ingredients, but you never actually had the opportunity to use it on someone before. But um, knowing that, what uh, you say anything... Do Tobias? Do I notice that Tobias is reacting to? Must have more. Well, I'd say he's still under the effects of it, but okay. Once it starts wearing off, I'll say in about two hours. What what type of effects are there? Am I just kind of like laid back and chilled, or I think he did it to kind of help him deal with the mind altering effects of like specifically like white court vampire. Yeah. So it kind of chilled me out way too much and like I had a really bad weed brownie and I'm just like, yeah, not really. I mean, you don't really notice effects when it's affecting you, but when it starts wearing off, you are going to actually have um, some withdrawal symptoms. Okay. (laughs) This is a cocaine brownie. (laughs) I need the sap, man. Give me the sap. Basically, you're going to start in about, I don't know, you gave it to him within the last hour. I, I gave it to him right when we were driving as Eliza was feeling hangry. Okay, so it's only been maybe 
15 minutes. So in about two hours, you're going to start having a headache, some cotton mouth, and like a ringing in your ears. So wheat brownie. <laughs> the formula's a work in progress. <laughs> All right. So let's get back to you driving. Uh, sorry to cut you off there, Faye. No pun intended. No worries. Uh, <laughs> so I speed up and I'd like to get on the highway if there's a highway to get onto. Being South Bend, it's there's not really a highway nearby from where you're coming from but there is a you're coming down into the large commercial shopping district uh known as university park mall area um and it becomes like a five lane you know two lanes each way in a middle turn lane and it's pretty busy being that this is now a saturday everyone's out shopping and all the restaurants and fast food joints and stores and you know you got your super targets and your walmarts and all that stuff um so you, you do you have plenty of traffic now uh if you make your way to that area which would be the uh best place to kind of lose someone yeah i'd like to like weave just like in and out of traffic um and i'd like to see if i could use what if you think vampiric physique just because like my reactions are faster and so like i'm able to like hopefully roll something to like weave in and out of traffic really quickly with that. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to take another check mark in Hungary, I think you're welcome to, or you could just try your luck at just plain old um, uh, focus or even... How about haste? Haste. Yeah, haste. haste. If you wanted to just roll flat haste, you could. But you could also do the stunt as well. I think I might use the stunt because I only have one in haste. So I add two. I have two... And then I subtract one, so I have a plus three. Okay. Uh, you manage to actually kind of do a good job swerving in and out of traffic uh, without uh, looking too reckless. Um, you get a couple honks. You know, Tobias, uh, you kind of looking out the window. You see someone kind of flicking you off as you drive by him. Give him a vink look. Like, huh? <laughs> Why? 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 I, I don't, I'm not driving. Uh, I am going to. Something. Something. Something, something. Is there anything going on with that bag that's in the backseat with us? Yeah, who's holding it? Or is it in it, the trunk? It's just kind of like on on my lap, because Alistair threw it on my freaking lap again. You guys are kind of bouncing back and forth a little bit as she's swerving in and out of traffic. Who's sitting in the front seat with me? Is it Noah? I think Alistair was up front with you. Oh, yeah. yeah. You gotta, like, hold on to the little, like, bar. Oh, shit, you know, like, handle. Oh, yeah, shit, oh, bar. shit, handle. <laughs> <laughs> What is that yeah. called? You know, a little like bar on top of the window. Oh, it's the it's professor oh driving it's with their student bar. Yeah. It's the oh shit bar. Oh shit handle. Yep. That's what as I say. I've, I don't know of the actual technical term, but that's all I've ever known. It. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you can also hang stuff on it, like a coat hang, or like be at clothes in your bag or something. Or like fifty fucking shirts, which I've seen multiple times. But yeah, you do manage to see the car kind of. You're kind of losing it a little bit. But you can still kind of catch glimpses of it. In the rear view. Why, why are you driving so fast? What what's going on back there? Are you okay? Are you are you? I have a Snickers if you're hungry. Uh, I I don't respond. I am like so annoyed <laughs> at this point. I'm just like we're gonna get to the freaking museum. <laughs> I don't think that they're even open on Sunday, but I, I... it's Saturday. Oh yeah, it's right. But that's what I turned him and say. It's Saturday. <laughs> There's a point she turns so hard and so fast, Tobias just kind of like falls into the other seat, like face to face with Noah. Like, ah, wha- <laughs> uh, hi. 
Hi, Toby. Hi. <laughs> Would we this have noticed that there's somebody following us? Well, would you be looking around? <laughs> Just awkwardly yeah, at each not. other in the back seat. Yeah, right. Eliza, are we, are we, is there something wrong? Just in a rush. Oh, okay. It, it's just a museum. Like, we're going to be fine. I don't think it's going anywhere. It, it, it's closed on Sundays, not Saturdays. Honk, 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 honk. Oh, yeah, it's like a, I'm like going like 75 and a 55 or whatever. Oh, good Lord. That's a standard for me. <laughs> I know, it's pretty normal in Los Angeles, just saying. <laughs> and then I think, like, you know how there's just, like, turns off, like, the main street to, like, get to wherever you need to go? Mm-hmm. I just, like, take that turn at, like, 20 miles an hour. Okay, yeah, you're, you're still kind of getting through this shopping district area, and there's a uh, uh, one of those side streets that goes in front of all the restaurant stuff, and you just kind of hit, yeah. hit the curb a little bit, you know, kind of, you know. <laughs> um, but... Uh, Inevitably, you get to a point where you hit some construction and it gets down to one lane bottleneck and you come to a stop and you're give me a give me a uh, focus roll to see if you can see the car anymore. It's a minus three. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you think you lost oh, it. Minus minus two, minus two. Yeah. <laughs> both two and a one are both minuses, right? Yeah, you, you think yeah. you probably lost it, but it's hard to see now because your car is a little lower and there's three cars back. There's like a pickup truck kind of blocking most of the traffic behind you. Those pickup trucks. There's a few of them in Carolinas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got them. Anywho. Um, so, yeah, you kind of stopped here for a moment <laughs> as you guys are kind of noticed for the first time. You, your hand's kind of red because you've been gripping the oh shit bar. <laughs> Oh shit bar. I've never heard that, but that's great. I'm going to use it from now on. <laughs> really? You've never heard oh shit handled oh shit bar? No. I've never wow. heard that either. I, I didn't know what it was called. I just thought it was a handle bar. Though. Oh shit bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, how how far away are we from the actual museum? Uh, at this point, you're probably about 10 minutes. Just kind of have a one main drag then you'll be uh, into downtown. As soon as I get past the construction, I'm flooring it again. Okay. All right. Yeah. A couple lights go by because it's a stoplight and you're about the third phase and it goes. You kind of have to go between a couple orange barrels to get around this one car, but you manage with a few more honks. Um, you just feel like, you know, like you like all of a sudden like speed up. Yes. The tires are like making treads in the in the in the ground. Give me one more focus check to see if you can pick up that car. It's a one. Nothing behind you. There's about three or four cars within maybe a uh, hundred feet behind you uh, as you're just flying by all of them. Um, you come up to uh, another light. It's starting to turn yellow. What do you do? Floor it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's about orange when you go underneath the light. <laughs> Um, and as you do, uh, who's on the passenger side? It's uh, Alistair and who else in the back seat? I, I, I would be on the left side, so I would be in okay. the uh, driver's side back seat. Uh, Noah, especially in the back seat, passenger side, you see this silver BMW come screaming from a side street, almost clipping your back bumper and kind of fishtailing as it's now like right behind you. Whoop. So typical BMW behavior. Yeah, and it's a nice one, too. It's one of those sporty ones. <laughs> Most of them rear-wheel drive. All right, so they're right up on us now? Uh, yeah, Eliza they're about two car Yeah, they're about two car lengths behind you. <laughs> you hear it start honking. Uh, Eliza. Only in Indiana is two car lengths a short amount of distance. <laughs> 
Oh, I curse at it. But what do you say? It's an inappropriate for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you jack wagon. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, I speed up. Yeah, it maintains. It's a high, uh, vo- high RPM uh, horsepower car that has no problem keeping up with you. <laughs> with my with my Toyota Corolla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my, like, <laughs> four people in it with weighing it down. Yeah, yeah. Toyota Corolla, 110 horsepower. You get any other BMW from a 325i up, it's going to have 250 I was going to say, how many cylinders do yeah. I have? Maybe you have four? four. You Maybe have four. four. <laughs> you have four and any other BMW is going to have four or more. Okay. <laughs> they probably have six. Yes, yeah. in our Church fantasy podcast, we've now met the quota in our fantasy podcast talking about the number of cylinders in automotive vehicles. I throw um, a smoke bomb out the window of the car at the BMW. Whoa. What? Oh, really? Okay. Do you do you start it going before you throw it, or do you just It's got a little it? fuse. It's like one of those firework ones, except I put some sticky stuff on the outside so it sticks to stuff, and I'm going to toss it out the window at the BMW. And okay. I'm going to spend two knowledge to do that. Uh, as it is a thing that requires some effort. All right. Uh, for your aim, go ahead and roll me a uh, haste. In the meantime, I'm sitting in the back seat. Like, what? What's going on? It's a plus so, one. What's going on? Plus one. I don't know what's going on. Why am I even here? Just manages to swerve out of the way and starts to gain as it explodes next to the car, and this way you see it go tumbling down the street pretty decent amount of smoke smoke you're pretty proud of it although you've missed the car but at this point now the car is gaining up on you onto the driver's side and is about even with you with blacked out windows and you can hear like a music coming from it but you can't make out what it is at this point it's so close is there anything in this bag i can throw at it i have to throw something is there anything in this bag i can throw at it meanwhile the music in this car is completely inappropriate it's like taylor swift (laughs) (laughs) which song oh gosh it's shake it off shake it off (laughs) yes (laughs) that's probably a little too appropriate actually okay Um, as we're we're trying to shake off the bmw it's like shake it off shake it off and the the passenger and knight of the cross turns it to jesus takes the wheel (laughs) (laughs) um yeah eliza's like What's in the bag? Is there something to throw at them? I, I'm yelling at Alistair. No, it's my armor. What do you mean? There, what do you mean armor? Why? Why is there armor in this bag? Why is that? Why it's so fucking heavy? Oh. Chainmail chain does that, child. As you're saying what to throw, Eliza reaches into the center console, takes out her morning coffee, and tosses it out the window <laughs> at them. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and just roll a. Uh, was it haste? Uh, um, with a plus two since it's literally right next to you. Still a plus one. Yeah, you manage to kind of skim it off the roof. Gets a little bit of coffee on the roof, but uh, at this point, it didn't, hits like a fifth gear or something and literally leaves you in the dust as it goes up in front of you. And then I need you to roll a, another haste with um, to break because it hits its brakes and actually skids into a, like a diagonal almost where you'd have to swerve off the road to miss it. So you either have to break or try to swerve. This is so your cousin, isn't it? I think I might use another vampiric physique here to like be able to like react that quickly so I don't kill everybody in this car. What do you want to do? Try to break or swerve? I'm going to break. Okay. 
Go ahead. Okay. So this is going to be haste. If you want to use dexterity. Okay. All right. So I have a plus two. Uh, you hit the brake. I need everyone else to now roll me a haste that's in the car. Oof. Uh, with a negative two if you're not wearing your seatbelt. Uh, everyone is wearing a seatbelt. I'm in the back seat. I'm not wearing a seatbelt. Who yeah. doesn't wear a seatbelt in the back seat? Okay, no Noah one. definitely wears a seatbelt in the back seat. This was talked about. Yeah, we did. As I say, I've never have either. This was talked about. Wait, do y'all in real life not wear seatbelts in the back seat? In a back seat, no. I also never drive in a back seat. You can roll force too if you try to use strength to save yourself. <laughs> Friends. Friends. Noah has Please a plus three because belt. he wore his gosh darn seatbelt. Wear your seatbelt. Oh, five, five, four, and a six. And I have a plus one. Yeah, I have so seven. Plus five. Eight, five, five, four. Jesus is on my side. Plus three, right? Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, plus have, three. Chris? Uh, seven. Oh, Holy yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> somehow all of you what? managed to... God is on my side. <laughs> somehow you all managed to not bump your head into the, either the windshield or the front seats. Uh, but yes, you are now stopped. Um, and now you're looking at this car. You can just barely make out the license plate. It's the letters N-Q-B-U-S. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's your cousin after all. (laughs) And you see the door open and very, not angrily, but just kind of very suavely, you see your cousin jump out of the car kind of just wave really politely and you hear the music uh smashing pumpkins uh the world is a vamp <laughs> <laughs> oh i am piping mad and i get out the car and you can just hear the taylor swift <laughs> <laughs> the competing melodies the competing taylor swift and it's probably at like the part of the song where she's talking has anybody else heard this song other than me yeah. yes okay it's like where she's talking, like, hey, 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 <laughs> while you and <laughs> shut the door. Um, what do you think you're doing? You could have killed all of us. Well, darling, you didn't even stop. I was honking for a while. Why are you trying to stop me? Why didn't you just call? You forgot to give me your number. Or I forgot to get it. I, my apologies. I was a little bit distracted when we last met. Can we pull over into a parking lot or something? I see some more vehicles. The window opens out. <laughs> oh, that guy. Okay. Makes sense now. Do you want his number, Toby? No, I, I, I do not. <laughs> not for another hour. <laughs> Eliza kind of like looks at him, narrows her eyes and says, I'm busy. Well, I'm just curious uh, where you're going because... Uh, that doctor you were just visiting. I was just curious what uh, you were doing there. Is it any of your business? Actually, it is. If it has anything to do with the sort of Damocles. She stops and she turns to him and she says, Are you a vampire too? Kind of raises an eyebrow. Here, I didn't think you even knew. Yeah, well, that was two days ago. Oh, wow. So your parents finally told you. Yes. Took them long enough. I'm surprised you hadn't killed anyone by now. Accidentally, of course. Killed anyone? Um, yeah. That's how you get to be like me. <laughs> Window trips. Are we going to be here long? Uh, Eliza kind of thinks <laughs> about it because her. I don't think her parents told her that. I don't think so. That's the news. And she's like, I don't want to be anything like you. Yeah, you're lost. I mean, you know, I'd love to be a movie star adored by fans and women and some men across the world. You know, 
Fame has its luxuries. I mean, you could do that without killing people. Just saying. Oh, the first time I killed someone, I didn't know either. But let's, let's, uh, he's like kind of waving this car along, kind of gives him a nice smile. And this girl's just staring at him like wide eyed, like, oh, my God, it's gorgeous. God. As she's like driving by, he kind of winks at her. Shake it off. Shake it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eliza says, fine, let's pull over. We can talk, but then don't follow us. And she'll get back in the car. Thank you. You see, hurries over, kind of does a little like Dukes of Hazard across his hood, like smooth as silk. Hops in the car. Falls on his ass. How does everybody else feel about him? Like, is like, is like anybody else, like, is anyone attracted to this man right now? Not Pat uh, or not Toby. Nope. I had even opened my window and noted a little something. As you get back in the car, what, what what's going on? I, I thought we had to go to the uh, museum. Yeah, me too. Apparently my cousin wants to know what's going yeah. on. Um, are we really gonna? Cause I, I mean. Well, as you could tell from that car chase back there, he really wants to know what's going on. Oh, wait, is that why you were driving so erratically? <laughs> I've never been in a car chase before. That was pretty I thought exciting. You were just, I thought you were just excited to get to the museum. As we're talking, like, she's like, you know, she's like parallel parking her car <laughs> on the side of the street. Hold on, hold on. So. Puts her arm behind the passenger oh. seat. Like. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. So, so. You got to turn the music down to do that, like some people. Yeah, turn the music down, you know, <laughs> like show the, line, line, line the two side mirrors up, like so roll back. Wait, so reckless and everything else, but parallel parking, it's like, all right. <laughs> That's serious hold business. There, we were just in a car chase. I thought you were just driving erratically. I, I. I thought somebody was just trying to. You didn't you, see the silver BMW just. I, I saw it. I saw in it in front of us. I, I saw it, but then I, I didn't. I, I put two and two together after I saw him come out, and then I was like, ah. and then. At this point, I've parallel parked, and I said, "Well, everybody out. I guess Corvus wants to talk to all of us." What do we do for, like, what, what do we do if he doesn't want to let us go again? I mean, there's only one of him, and there's four of us. Hey, all we have to do is say we're going to the diner. That's it diner. At this point, he gets out of his car and he's kind of leaning against the back of his car in front of you. Kind of looking at his nails. As Toby gets out, he reaches in his left pocket and clicks record. I would get out of the car at this point. Do I hear Toby's thing go off? Uh, It would be very silent because that's the digital one. Yeah, yeah, but like I'm a vampire. I have like these like heightened senses. Oh yeah, you do, you do, you do. Yeah, give me another focus rule. I know I'd roll these many focuses. Uh, I would have added to focus. <laughs> Toby, go ahead. Go ahead and roll a haste for dexterity to see how dexterously you press the button. Um, I'm gonna go it's for a, a no. That's a one, a two, a four, and a four. And my haste is a one. So one. Uh, I got a plus one in total. Yeah, you, you beat me on that one. Based on what you know, of Tobias, think you maybe heard. A recognizable kind of... It sounds like a little click from, like, a potato chip bag. Like, oh, okay. Okay. An actual like one of those, button. like, old-school button things? Uh, it, just a digital button. It's, uh, oh, okay. You, you tap a, it, yeah. and it goes. I don't think I would even care at this point. I just, okay. like, get out the car. All right. And uh, he just kind of waits by the back of his car to, for you to come to him. Do you? I do. Does anybody else come with yes, me? Yes, I'm Toby? totally going with... Yep, Noah's following closely. Toby's actually coming, and he's going to play a fool. Play? Um, are you bringing your armor? <laughs> I, I, I left the bag in the back seat. Are you leaving your armor, Chris? That's a good question. You know what? 
He's so curious, I am tired of it. I will completely and totally, as they're heading towards the uh, thing, I'm going to pull out, I will totally pull out the sword, and like, as they are walking towards Mr. Rafe, I will have the sword, like, up on my shoulders, like this, walking up to see what he wants. Like, like, ne- like Negan? Uh, yes. <laughs> like, yes. Fly with the bat, like, up on my, yeah, up on my shoulders, I will have <laughs> this basically yeah claymore was it if memory serves yeah how big is the sword is it oh, like a long sword uh, is it like as Amarakius tall as you are is the claymore you've got it's one of the a, other ones about like five feet long right it's a little shorter it, the claymore was the Amarakius, which i michael carpenter technically still he's got Asparachius, i think yeah yeah you're right that's what it was so it's like four and a half feet. Wasn't it actually though? <laughs> I mean, didn't we realize? It doesn't I don't think we realized until later. It just becomes any sword you wanted to, really. Sort of, yeah. But sort yeah, one's of. more like a standard long sword. The other one's like a samurai sword. Uh, but yeah, it can be for this whatever you want. But sorry, uh, Faye, what were you saying? Uh, yeah. So I walk up to Corvus. What do you, What do you want? I just want to know what you found out. I. Did some research. I found out a little information about this doctor. Want to go see him, and lo and behold, look who was there. Why does this concern you again? My esteemed cousin, Lara, head of Clan Wraith in Chicago, has sent me out here to find out what the former are after, and that is what I plan to do. It has something to do with a book regarding the sort of. Democles or something like that. It is Damocles. And yes, we found more information on the book. Why should we trust you? I don't think we do. By no means should you trust me, but I'm not your enemy though either. The Fomor are. You don't want them to get their hands on this book and I can help you find it. And if it comes to blows, you're going to want me along your side. I kind of like look back at the professor just to be like what what your thoughts are but then I see the sword and I'm like uh oh and Noah has his hand raised Mr. Wraith <laughs> are we after an artifact do you know gonna eyes you does a pretty good job of hiding his facial expression but you get a glint in his eyes that he kind of definitely has made n- mental note of you in his head as he peers back over at Noah Raising his hand and just kind of smiles at him. I'm going to raise my hand for you, Nathan, because we can't see you. <laughs> is that a... Yes, is that a, Noah, what is your question? Oh, what what, what do you plan to do with the... What, what do you plan to do with the artifact if you did have it? Or do you take it to Chicago? Or what's... What do you want with it? If I get my hands on it, yes, Lara would love to have that and find out what the fuss is about. I was not given that information on what it could entail, but basically my job, primary job, is to keep the FOMOR from obtaining anything they want, regardless of what that thing is, because if they're after it, it must be important to them, and we can't allow that. Fine, let's say we do let you come with us. What happens after we figure this all out? You go back to Chicago? You go back to Lara? Oh. Leave us alone? God, I hope so. I just, town is a bore. <gasps> but yes, if uh, we stop the more, then my job is complete. Ideally, I'd like to find out what's so important of this book. I mean, did you find out anything from your doctor? 
I look back at the others to see if we should trust them. We have a lead, one would say. Honestly, I don't care about your assistance or not, but you're not taking this to Chicago. We can agree to disagree, but we haven't found the book yet. Maybe we can discuss that when we cross that bridge. But right now, I'll be cordial and I'll agree to assist you if that's what you like. But either way, I mean, I have no problem keeping up with you, as you've seen. I won't stop you from going where you're going, but you can't outrun me. All right, if you also want a Saturday trip to the museum, be our guest. They're closed on Sundays. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, child. Museum, you say? Which museum would that be? I'm not familiar with the cultural aspects of this hick town. I I kind of throw my hand up to everybody in the group, like, not... Don't tell him where, because if if you tell him where, he's going to try to beat us there. Or if it was just going to follow us anyway. This gives you this really wicked smile, like, smart, very smart. You're learning. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're going to follow us there, right? Yeah, that's going to be it? I will follow you. Okay, thank you. I don't see what the harm is. As they say, the devil you know. If he tries anything, there's one of him and three of us. As a show of good faith, I will warn you, though, that these Fomor who I've already encountered once are carrying weapons. They have automatic handguns. Are, are they are they you have any or? guns or weapons of any sort besides your friend here? I'm 18. I have... Um, You're not helping your cause much. <laughs> I have lavender oil. I... I, I. <laughs> Toby kind of stands up, like, chest out. Lavender oil, you say? I have an army at my side. What uh, what brand? Oh, it's it's our own brand. We distill it in store at the apothecary. Really? Do you have any, um, like, moisturizing lotion? I I have horribly dry hands. I'm always trying to keep myself tip-top. Yes, uh, my, my stock is a little low after our... Um, door-to-door selling um, I, <laughs> campaign. You're, you're, I think I have um, a small one here. It's more the sample size, but you could you could try it and come back uh, to the apothecary later. Why are we doing this right now? No reason. I'm just trying to chat. You know, trying to ease your suspicions. But uh, here you go. He, he pulls out this big old like roll, hands you a hundred dollar bill. Oh, okay. Here's some some lotion. It's it's lavender oil, and there's some moisturizing components in there as well. Um, it smells nice. I love lavender. So do the ladies. During this uh, uh, little uh, entanglement, I go over to uh, Mr. Alistair. Um, is it is there another museum somewhere else in the town, or is it just this the, the one we're going to be going to? Trying to be as quiet as possible. Roll. Uh... Guile. Ah, my one. Can I assist that. by showing my wares? Uh, I'll give Corvus a, a negative to his roll because you're distracting him. Yay. So I had a five, five, and a one, one. So those only get each other and I had a plus two. Okay. He's he's watching you, uh, Noah, the whole time. Um, um, Mr. Alistair, is, is there another museum uh, uh, somewhere between here and the one we're going to be going to? Um, I have an, I have an idea. 
There are numerous museums downtown, but honestly, I don't think we'll be able to ditch him. I think I think I can call in a favor. I see. I, I might be able to actually call in a favor. It might actually be able to be useful. <laughs> For once. That would be a first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Corvus grabs the uh, lotion, gives Noah a smile, looks over at uh, you, Eliza, nods and says, I will wait for you. And he heads over to his car and hops in. Eliza's like rolling her eyes at this entire interaction. Because <laughs> uh, she thinks he's a douche. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's definitely a douche. <laughs> and Or he's like, acting like one. And gets into the herd car. Okay. Young Toby thinks that he has a idea. We could stop at the Studebaker Museum that's not too far from this and he says he can call in a favor. I, uh, we, 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 I have to call it in well, well before that we actually get there. We have to get there. Like It's going to be perfect timing. Um, I, I, I can... And my whole entire idea is I want to use one of my core stunts of media friendly, frenzy. Uh, once per scenario, mark five indebted boxes or... Is it indebted? Yeah, I think I said that right. Indebted boxes uh, with your organization to initiate a media storm from which no one in the spotlight can hide. Uh, for the rest of the scenario, when asked, the GM must provide the location of people targeted by the media friendly unless uh, target disappears. I'm trying to make it so we're the ones that disappear uh, in, into the, the never-never. Uh, you can also create an aspect for the frenzy, uh, which you can invoke once for free in any scene in which you interact with people directly related to the frenzy. Wait, wait, wait. Did you say you could disappear into the never-never? Yeah. Well, okay. I don't know if any of you have that ability since you don't have any magic users. So I'm guessing what you want to do is somehow get get some news crews over to where? Wherever we're going to redirect the attention. Okay. I I say the Studebaker Museum. Yeah, I want to try to set... I want to make some quick calls and say that there's going to be... Uh, I, I heard some news that there's going to be a break-in uh, like there of other places that has happened in recent times at the Studebaker Museum. Get uh, as much attention over there as possible and us to skirt through it and around it and make our way to where we need to be. Okay. How is that going to lose um, Corvus, though? They're going to get stuck in the, in the traffic. Okay. Yeah, I can that, drive. my whole entire thought. <laughs> Interesting concept. I'm down. Tell tell them that they're coming. The people who are who is going to do the break in is coming in a silver BMW. Yes. I don't know. I I feel like Corvus might actually be pretty useful in a fight if we did encounter the Fomor. He did say something about guns, and I don't have a gun. I'm not prepared for a (laughs) gunfight at the moment. Yeah, and uh, (laughs) the only thing we got is a knife. I have some smoke bombs. And some lavender oil. I, I have I have other stuff. The smoke bombs well, smell like lavender sometimes. <laughs> the other it. option is just to go to the museum and bring Corvus with us. And it sounds like he's just trying to figure out what to do with the Fomor as well. There's no guarantee that he's going to want to take this text. You give me the go, I'll push the button. I say we just go to the museum. Let him follow. Me too. I can, I can still I can still call at any time. We can make it a 
an event. Uh, as we're talking, I'm pulling out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and he pulls out behind and follows you at a reasonable distance. Uh, and I'm going to the James Oliver house. Yes. The Oliver Mansion, also known as Cop Shahome. Toby, can you ready that media storm for if uh, things, I, I, if I, things I, go south with Corvus? I, I have everything on, on ready. I, I have been waiting for this. This is... Uh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I never I never thought things like this were ever going to uh, pass my my eye my eye sockets, my eyeballs, man. Like in a whole different place. <laughs> you can see like a little twinge like in his cheeks like his eyes starting to twitch like he's overly excited. Um I'm starting to get a little bit of a little bit of a temple migraine, Toby. I'll accept it. You doing <laughs> doing okay there, Toby? Everything's fine. Okay, I didn't test that that salve yet, so you let me know if you feel anything odd. He kind of reaches over to you and says, everything is fine. As you guys are talking, uh, you're getting about <laughs> a couple blocks away at this point. Where are you wanting to actually pull up? In front, there's a parking lot to the mansion you can pull in. There's several side streets within, you know, two, three blocks. Just the parking lot. Okay, all right. You pull in. It's a nice, beautiful home. Does anybody else want some lotion? I've got, um, there's a lemongrass one. There's a, a lavender one left. Oh, the rose, the rose uh, scented one is quite nice. You look over at Toby. He's got this menacing smile. Uh, you sure you're okay, Toby? <laughs> Everything is fine. Uh, doesn't Everything. this smell good? <laughs> lavender. I like that one. <laughs> I need to work on that recipe. No, it's fine. It is a beautiful kind of um, late 1800s mansion, uh, completely covered in field stone instead of brick. So just like big round boulders, anywhere from fist size up to, you know, double basketball size field stone, encompassing the entire exterior of the house with tile roofs and a huge... Uh, stone porchway in the front as you guys pull up this little winding drive into a parking lot. They have um, a small garden area uh, off to the side of the yard and you see signs that say uh, South Bend History Museum Kopsha Home. And there's a um, couple cars in this parking lot. Um, but ironically, they're closed. <laughs> now they, they appear to be open. But Is uh, there an address for this place? There is. Just... Are you trying to look it up for yourself right now? No. Oh, okay. It's on um, Washington Street uh, in... I don't remember the actual address, but uh, it's like 400, 500 West Washington or something like that block, uh, which is just west of the downtown area, probably about six blocks away from Griffin Bookstore. Uh, But you do see uh, Corvus pull in. He... uh, actually parks out onto the street uh, just off the drive about the three car lengths and makes his way up as you guys are all piling out of the car. Are there any, like, suspicious wet footprints around some of these cars? Uh, As you guys are getting out, you're looking around. um, Don't see any wetness anywhere. Um, Are you scoping out the cars or You know, I want to see if some FOMOR drove up in a car with their sloshy, sloshy feet and stepped out and left some, like, discolorations on the rock or something. Okay. If you're investigating, um, you can roll uh, focus for me as you're looking around for anything on the ground or anything else that stands out. 
<laughs> My focus is not great. Plus one. Um, no wet footprints, no footprints at all. It's kind of like an asphalt parking lot. Relatively uh, new, probably was repaved in the last two years. You know, fresh yellow stripes designating the lines and everything. You know, the three other cars in the parking lot, there's, you know, a couple uh, cars and one kind of like dark colored suburban um and then you you know your uh toyota is there anybody else here that i can see like waiting in line to get in uh as you look around there's no one on the grounds that you can see to the back of the property you see a more modern looking building about 200 feet to the back, which appears to be on the joining property to the back of this mansion. Um, you would know that to be the actual history museum itself, which is adjacent property to the south of this mansion. Um, they built it right in the same block, but on the south half of the block. Uh, there is like some nice like glass double doors that way that appears to be an entrance to the history museum itself. And then there's no one on the grounds right now of the actual mansion either. And would we be able to go into the mansion? Or is that like tourable as well? Or I mean, is it just try. the museum? Okay. Um, have any, would any of you, having lived in this area in game, would, would you have ever had any reason to come to the History Museum? My 100% would say no, because I've lived here for 46 years and I've never gone. <laughs> <laughs> I know of it. I know exactly what you're talking about. I think I've been, like you said, I've been to Tippy Canoe Place probably twice in my life. But <laughs> no. Tobias, Tobias actually would. I, I think okay. Noah would have as well. I think they're just that kind of people. Tobias would be here various times for uh, half the stories he thinks are true and real and linked to something far, far bigger than they actually are supposed to be. And right now, Tobias has this light inside of him and he's got this excitement. He's trying to hold, hold back because his newfound friends, uh, he doesn't want to embarrass himself, but he's uh, been working on holding it back. I'm sorry I drugged your character, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, T Tobias has been here multiple times for various, various reasons. So you would know that you actually have to go into the museum portion to actually gain admittance to the Kapsha home because it's not open to the public without a ticket. How much is the ticket? Uh, you're not sure offhand. Last time you were here, it was probably about eight bucks a person. And that's usually like a walking tour with a guide that tells you the history as you're walking through the various rooms and stuff. So is there somebody who takes tickets or is the door just normally locked? Uh, the History Museum should be open. The double doors to the south that you see in the more modern building. Yeah, but like at, in the mansion, is the door normally locked unless the tour guide lets you in? Yes. Okay. Yes, they lock it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Eliza would go towards the museum. Okay. Hey, 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 um, um. <laughs> there's gonna be, there's gonna be a little bit of a fee. Someone's gonna walk us around and talk to us about all the stuff that we already know, and <laughs> some of us already know a little bit more. Um, yeah, we, um, we could go in more um, discreetly. I have, I have something I've been saving up that I could use I, to get I, us in there if we hey, wanted to. I, I, I feel pretty good from what you gave me last. That that. Three days to go. 
it was three, about three days ago, thirty minutes ago. Are are you okay? No. Oh, okay. Okay. It's fine. We're gonna be fine. But there, there's gonna be a, a tour guide. A, a t- tour guide that's going to help us go through the whole place. Do um, we want tru- a tour guide? Trust them? No, we, we we can ditch them. We can ditch them. It's pretty easy. You just no, child, away. I do not think it's the way. I don't think we should involve the officials. I think we should just make our way inside and find this book. So just, just walk in. Just walk I in. I agree. We're just going to walk in. Well, Noah said he had a way to get in. I have, um... It took me a while to to find this. I have a, a rare herb. Um, and he, he takes a plant out of his pouch that uh, is unlike any plant that you've seen in this area. Definitely not native to Indiana. And this is this is called Raskovnik. And it, it's um, known to... It can open any lock once, but then I, I may have to go find more and that would be... Might be dangerous, but we could use it if we're in a hurry. Is that what you gave me five days ago? Um, As you're saying this, uh, Corvus finally makes his way up the long driveway and um, says, I think we have a problem. Oh my god, it's your hot brother! Uh, Gross? And he's my cousin. But your dad? Uh, Corvus, what, what's the what's the, what's the the problem? Oh, Corvus! He kind of leans his hand on the back of the uh, suburban couple spaces down. He said, this is the uh, same truck I saw at the Griffin bookstore the other night. So you think that the FOMOR are already there, inside? Well, they're here somewhere. It's a bookstore? Maybe they went and got a ticket. Well, we won't be getting a ticket. And we can be discreet, can't we? <laughs> she looks over at Tobias. <laughs> Tobias just kind of looks like his uh, his pupils are completely fucking like pin needled. Oh, that's that's worrying. And your your teeth are starting to itch. I do not feel that the uh, aquatic demons are going to be buying a ticket either. I think we should just go in. Did you say water? Noah, can you use your plant? Uh, yes, I can. Uh, he he walks up to the lock, puts the herb up against it, and knocks once on top of the. On top of the plant, and the lock clicks open, and that'll that'll cost me three knowledge. Okay, um, I will say, you know, if you want to retcon this, there are multiple doors to the mansion. There's the main entrance, which is like up a stone porch with a set of huge, thick, double wood doors with like stained glass windowing in them. But there's also like some side entrances. It looks like the old like. Uh, servant's entrance. There's a uh, side door that looks like maybe like a delivery entrance. Um, so are you going to the front door or trying one of these other doors? I think a side door would make the most sense. Um, yeah. Yeah, that that's my plan there. I tend to agree. Agreed. The one that probably looks the most um, innocuous and hidden is probably the servant's entrance. It kind of actually drops down a couple steps. It almost looks like almost like a uh, like a lower level entrance, if you want to try that one. Kind of hidden from the street. No one would see you down there messing with the door. Um, I, I will ask again, Nate, what are the repercussions of this substance you gave me? So it's designed to... I, I, I would, I'd like to make the side effects relevant to the, the 
purpose of it. So maybe I made this batch a little too strong. So a mind warding salve, I can think of maybe three different effects that could have if I made it too strong and I, you, maybe you can pick one. Uh, one would be like you just feel numb. It blocks you from feeling anything at all. Uh, another one would be it, um, if it wears off, you're suddenly very, very reactive to everything around you. Um, there, it could be that you have an inability to read the situation. I, I'm gonna, I want to, I'm gonna take one in three mixed together. Okay. Just because that's how it's kind of flowing in my head. Okay. I think it works with what you've done so far. So I think yes. it's great. <laughs> By the way, there is a picture of the outside of the building in the uh, Twitter <laughs> of page. Of course there is. So you uh, go down to the servant door. Uh, you do what you described. You hear the click. Um, it's an old style lock. Um, they didn't appear to retrofit this one like they did the front door. Um, so it's actually pretty easy. It's like an old style knob with the uh, plate a metal plate around it um, and turn the knob and it opens inward into a dimly lit kind of mud room sort of uh, cubby um, with a closed dark oak door about 10 feet in front of you in this little narrow little cubby area. And that's where we're going to end this episode as you will enter the mansion next time. On Dresden Files. Oh, mudroom, yes. <laughs> so it has been a joy <laughs> to be your game master again. I am Matt. You can find me on Twitter at Longfellow underscore Matt and on Instagram at Maze and Matt. Pat, where can they find you, sir? Everyone can find me at Professor PFM on the Twitters. And Chris. Gate jumper, two peas on pretty much everything. How about you, Faye? You can also find me on Twitter at CapFakeEye, and you can also find me there on my other podcast, How the Quest. And lastly, Nathan. You can find me lounging on the beach or with my recording setup perched on the bottom two drawers of a dresser in order to get optimum <laughs> Wi Fi. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Nate Scott Jones. <laughs> it's all awesome. What a picture of that, by the way. I'll do my best. Thank you all for joining us on our adventures this episode. If you want more content, please follow us on Twitter at CastOmanyThings. And all our episodes can be found by searching Cast of Many Things on Podbean, iTunes, or any app of your choosing. If you enjoy our content, please leave us a nice rating and review. We'd love to hear from you. Last, we also have an email, castofmanythings at gmail.com, and a Facebook page under the same name. Point is... We just want to know if we're doing a good job. Say hi. Come and chat with us. Just want to hear from our amazing fans. And horrors for praise. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see you all next time on The Dresden Files. Beep, beep, beep.